0: Section 62 of United States Senate Election Expulsion and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Ann M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 60, Powell-Clayton, 1833-1914, to Arkansas. Censure Case, January 9, 1872 to March 25, 1873. Issues. Charges of corruption prior to members' Senate term. Chronology. Referred to committee, January 9, 1872. Committee report, February 26, 1872. Senate vote, March 25, 1873. Result. Not censured background. Arkansas had elected Pennsylvania native and former union officer Powell Clayton as governor under the new constitution a few months before the state re-entered the union in 1868. After first using the militia to restore order in the state, Clayton, over the next three years, built a record of achievement. His administration funded the state debt, expanded the railroads, and overhauled the public school system, incorporating special provisions for deaf and blind students. He was also, however, a highly partisan and controversial politician. During Clayton's Reconstruction governorship, the Arkansas Republican Party splintered into at least three factions—the dominant radical carpetbaggers of his regime a dissident faction of reformers, and the native Unionists known as liberal Republicans. When Clayton was elected to the United States Senate in 1871, the bitterness engendered by this local factionalism followed him to Washington. Statement of the Case Powell Clayton, Republican, began his Senate service on March 4, 1871. The following January, the Joint Select Committee to Inquire into the Condition of the Late Insurrectionary States notified the Senate that it had heard testimony raising questions about Clayton's behavior and integrity as governor. The committee judged the issue to be beyond the scope of its jurisdiction and turned the matter over to the Senate for disposition a former United States district attorney had testified to the Joint Select Committee that in April 1871, after Clayton became a U.S. senator, a grand jury had indicted him. The charge was that as governor, Clayton had issued fraudulent election credentials for the U.S. House of Representatives to John Edwards, liberal Republican, whose opponent had allegedly received the most votes. Since Clayton and Edwards supported opposing factions in the Republican-dominated legislature, the district attorney speculated that Governor Clayton had traded political favors in return for votes from his opponents in the election for U.S. Senator. In response to these allegations, Clayton contended that in eight precincts there had been two separate sets of polls, one set overseen by authorized judges, and the other under the unauthorized auspices of the reform faction. The state Supreme Court, made up of Clayton's supporters, had ruled that the legal election had been conducted at the authorized polling places and that the returns from the others were fraudulent. As governor, Clayton had then discarded the returns from the bogus election and certified the candidate who won with the genuine votes. The opposing candidate, Thomas Bowles, Republican, successfully contested the election, however, and on February 9, 1872, he replaced Edwards in the House. Response of the Senate. At Clayton's request, the Senate on January 9, 1872, appointed a special three-member committee to investigate the events in Arkansas. On June 10, after taking testimony for five months, questioning 38 witnesses, and generating 5,000 pages of transcript, the committee issued a partial report asserting that fairness to Clayton demanded that a response be given before the session closed. The committee indicated that the testimony received appeared not to sustain the charges against Clayton, but that the committee members would need to review the testimony more thoroughly and issue a final report in the next session. According to the committee report, the charges came from Clayton's bitter political opponents. The committee noted that the indictment against Clayton had subsequently been dropped for lack of evidence. After the preliminary report, the committee continued its investigation and on February 26, 1873, issued a final report declaring that the testimony failed to sustain the charges against Powell Clayton. There was no evidence that Clayton had any fraudulent intent in certifying the election of Edwards as directed by the state Supreme Court. Another allegation had declared that when Clayton was first elected to the Senate in January 1871, he had declined to serve, because he would have been succeeded as governor by James M. Johnson, the lieutenant governor, who was a political opponent. After failing to oust Johnson from his post, Clayton, it was charged, then arranged for the Secretary of State of Arkansas to resign so that Johnson could be appointed Secretary of State a more lucrative position. Thus, when Clayton was again elected to the Senate in March 1871 and stepped down as governor, he was succeeded by the Republican president pro tempore of the state Senate, one of his supporters, rather than by the former lieutenant governor. According to the committee majority, this arrangement to keep the governorship in politically friendly hands was neither criminal nor corrupt. The committee also reported that the evidence reviewed did not establish any conspiracy regarding Clayton's election to the Senate. Thomas Norwood, Democrat of Georgia, submitted a lengthy minority report setting forth in detail the background of the charges against Clayton. Norwood contended the evidence showed that Clayton had, in fact, secured votes from legislators by giving them lucrative offices, and that he had paid the Secretary of State to resign in order to make possible the appointment of Johnson. The Senate took up the report on March 24, 1873, voting down a Democratic effort to delay consideration until the next session because of the massive volume of evidence. During the special session of the 43rd Congress, The Senate had already been occupied with a lengthy case of electoral misconduct, Case 61, that had left little time for other matters. On March 25th, Thomas Norwood took the floor to reiterate his concerns, especially about the payment made to the Secretary of State after he resigned. George G. Wright, Republican of Iowa, the chairman of the special committee, responded that Clayton's supporters held a large majority in the legislature making bribery or official influence unnecessary to secure his election. He also noted that the Secretary of State received nothing from Clayton in return for resigning. The charge had arisen because Clayton had passed along to the former secretary, Funds raised by others to compensate him for financial losses incurred when he alienated some business associates in the course of his official duties. Convinced by Wright and by Clayton's own testimony, the Senate voted 33-6 to 6 to accept the committee's resolution that the charges affecting the official character and conduct of Powell Clayton were not sustained. Nine senators, most of them Democrats, announced that they would abstain from voting because they had been given insufficient time to review all the testimony. Conclusion The crumbling of the Arkansas Republican Party enabled the state's Democratic conservatives in 1874 to gain sufficient power to prepare and have ratified a more conservative state constitution. When Democratic representatives elected under the new constitution arrived in Washington, Powell-Clayton demanded an investigation and an unsuccessful effort to prevent their seating. Clayton completed his Senate service in 1877 and returned to Arkansas. From 1897 to 1905, he served as U.S. ambassador to Mexico. He died in Washington, D.C. in 1914 and is buried in Arlington National Cemetery. End of Case 60 and of Section 62